is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey, it's Gunnar Siasen, uh, back for another episode of Breathe In with my lovely co-host, as always, Leah Farron, Tiffany Norwich. How are you guys? Good, how are you doing? Pretty good, how All are right. you? I am doing well. Leah, it's nice to see you have the lights back on, you're, you're back, back with power. I do. I have power. <laughs> Woo! Woo! You also look like you're feeling a lot better, too, than last week. Yeah, I'm feeling a ton better, and I have power, so I'm pretty happy. Just took a shower. Really exciting stuff. Yeah, all, the, all the good. small things in life. Uh, and you have a voice. We're good. I have a voice. I'm not squeaky anymore. Yeah. I'm not coughing up a lung anymore. Yeah. Things are going in the right direction. Not going on. We like foot. that. It seems yeah. that way. All right. So uh, today, a real cool episode. This one actually comes from Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, uh, posted about a uh, about contouring um, after transplant. Um, when it comes to body image and things like that. So, Tiffany, why don't you, why don't you talk about it, and then we'll, we'll sort of dive into some body image uh, you know, topics that, that surround CF. Yeah. Um, so, with transplant, I'm on prednisone, and very high doses until you t- get tapered down, and then you're on it for forever, basically. <laughs> so, with prednisone, you get the moon face. Some people don't, but a lot of people do, and it's basically swelling of the cheeks, the chin and the neck area and it's not cute I don't think (laughs) for me personally I did not think it was cute so I know a lot of people that I've talked to that have gone through it that um, have issues with it self-conscious about it and everything so I wanted to make a video about contouring since I love makeup I have like so much makeup and you know it's like my thing so I, yeah, it's it's insane. So mm-hmm. basically, I thought it, what I can do to help the community is do a contour video so we can slim the little cheekies down and <laughs> make you feel more confident in yourself. Because I didn't feel like myself at all when I had the big cheeks. I, d- people said I was cute, but I didn't think so. <laughs> so, you know, I love makeup and that helped a lot and I was hoping that it would help the community and I know that there's a lot of vanity things that um, the CF community go through and um, that was just one of them that really stuck out for me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean the uh, the I've I've suffered from moon face as well. I, I uh, have too. I'm, I'm one of those people that's I, I chronically take prednisone. Uh, I've, I deal with a lot of inflammation uh, and, mm-hmm. and a number of other issues that prednisone sort of deals with. Prednisone is one of those things that's like it does a lot. It does a hell of a lot of good, but it also creates yeah. so a many lot of issues. problems. Yeah, I, I always uh, say it's something we love to hate. You know, <laughs> like yeah, it's true. Yeah, definitely, it's just... I uh, absolutely. And the, the moon face, you're right. Is it's definitely it's weird, right? It's it's yeah. it's like it it kind of 
it, it, you can feel it too. Like you just feel a little yeah. bigger. Uh, yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't really know the exact reason why the moon, you know, I don't know the exact physiology behind it, but you can, I mean, you mm-hmm. can definitely tell it's happening. I, uh, oh, right. you know, I, I've definitely dealt with it and, you know, I, it is something that, you know, people do, do have. And, uh, I think it was great. You did the video. Um, you know, is there, is, does the moon face go away? You know, I don't really know that much about it. I didn't even know yeah. there was a name for it until you even started talking about it one day. Oh yeah. So it was weird. So when I was in the hospital after transplant, I was on really high doses. I don't remember how much, but it was probably like 80 or something. You, I don't You, I really think, know. were in the 100 like, range, oh. but I don't remember. Okay. I, but well, you're taking this because so, of the anti-rejection, Because right? anti-rejection, yeah. yeah. So basically, I need it. So in the hospital, I didn't even see a change in my face at all until I got home and I think it was at 20, when I was tapered down to 20 or 25. Then my cheeks got really big and they were hard as rocks. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Really hard. And it just, it was like an overnight blow up. Like, <laughs> I woke up the next one day and I was just like, oh my goodness, what just happened <laughs> overnight? But it's, as I've been tapering down, I think. After I tapered down to 10, it started going down, and then now I'm at 5, and it's going down a lot. A lot of people oh watch this, it's oh, this well, weekend. It, it absolutely has. It absolutely yeah. has. I mean, yeah. ever since we've started the podcast, it's definitely resolved a little bit. Yeah, so my friend this weekend even said, I haven't seen you in a while, and you look almost back to normal. Like, it's Tiffany again, you know? But mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, it's t- most of the time, it's temporary, mm-hmm. and... You know, I'm gonna have probably a little, little tiny bit still, but a little puff. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good trade off for breathing. I mean, there's you exactly. Know, there's there the, the moon face is one thing, but I mean, there's also other places in CF where we're dealing with body image, right? You know, a lot of totally. us have a lot of us have surgical scars. I have a, a G tube in my stomach. You yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, you know, there there are some very visual indicators of of you know uh, of CF, I guess. Yeah, so when I was born, I had the meconium ileus surgery. So I have this huge scar across my stomach, and then I have where I had my other, uh, my first G-tube. I have a scar there. So I just remember when I was younger, no one else had scars, and I felt really weird. I did feel self-conscious as I was growing up, and especially when we had school trips to the water parks, Mm -hmm. and... I always wanted to hide it because I felt weird. I felt different and self-conscious. And then, you know, as I got older, I understood that, you know, it's okay. Like, I have it, but I can it's not that big a deal anymore. As I got older and really accepted that how, I had CF. But how did you reconcile that? Like, what, what, what clicked one day that you're like, you know what, I can deal with this? Yeah, I think it was when I... Probably in high school, I think, and I realized that um, it wasn't. Not a lot of people even saw it. Like I remember being in the the locker room, and this girl was like, "Tiffany, I thought that was an ab line." <laughs> so I kind of was like, "You have you know, permanent abs." Yeah, she thought I had like really good abs. <laughs> so I think so funny. around then I kind of realized, you know, not everybody's looking at it and. I kind of got to a point that I was okay with it. As as many of us do. I mean, I had the same sort of like path with my G tube, right? I, 
you know, I got it. And, of course, I got it uh, in May of 2011. So it was right before the summer started, you know, and summertime, like, you want to have your shirt off, you go to the beach, you do, you do a bunch of things. And it's very apparent. I mean, at first, the, the peg tube, the big giant, you know, G-tube is very, yeah. very mm-hmm. apparent. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, that thing's like 12 inches long. That thing sucked. Uh, but as as I like, can't imagine... Yeah, to I mean, be honest, it was horrible. But I mean, but it, they just keep that in you until like it heals. Then they give you the little low profile device. Um, I mean, I even forced the doc. I pushed the doctor's hand on that. I was like, "It has been four weeks since I've had the surgery. It is healed enough. I just <laughs> coming out of my stomach, or 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 you'll be taking it out and putting a a low profile device in." And finally, they, they, they listened to me. They put the low profile device in. And I mean, I sort of over that summer, it was like a growing period where I was like, you know. It's it's a part of me, and it's it's really helping me. Is what it is. It's it's yeah. you know doing my health a benefit. You know, and that's mm-hmm. that's sort of how I reconcile that. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, right. it's like it it for me. It was I know the ports are a little different because you know they're I guess they're under the skin. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the the G tube is like it's out is, in the open. There. It's like yeah. hey, you can, you can very, <laughs> it's very different. You can very yeah. clearly see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I want like, was was that something you guys struggled with with your ports at first, or you know, what did you guys like have to come to grips with having a medical device living inside you? I don't think living inside me. I think when I had it accessed, I wanted to cover it up all the time. But yeah, other than that, it wasn't like it, I wasn't weird weirded out that I had something inside me. You know? I was so I was completely weirded out that I had this thing inside of me. <laughs> um. And I don't know if it's because of where mine's located compared to like where the standard port is placed, but yeah, I just remember like okay, for the first like year or two before I got one, they started introducing the idea. So they're like, you know, you do struggle getting pick lines. A lot of patients get ports. This is what it is. Start looking into it. It's a it classic doctor move, by the way. Into. You know classic, what I mean? Classic, classic doctor move. You're going to need this. You're, you're really, that way too. Yeah, you're really going to yeah. need You're really gonna need this thing. Let's start talking about it Let's do now. It. And we'll, we'll, leave, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll leave it, quote unquote, optional, but you're going to need it. But you're going to need it, <laughs> yeah. you know? So they brought yeah. it up, whatever. Um, my mom was like, you know, Leah, you should really do this. She was kind of pushing me. My dad's like, you know, do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, like, he was just like, yeah, do what your mom says. So, um, <laughs> basically, you know, we had, like, met with the surgeon and talked it out. And, you know, I still had some access. So, it's not like it had to be done right then and there. But we were getting to a point where, okay, it was going to need to be done. Mm-hmm. So, that's when we talked out the options of putting it somewhere that I was a little more comfortable with it being. Yeah. Like, so, not everyone saw it. Because at the time, I was super skinny. I did struggle with weight problems. I was actually really self-conscious about how skinny I was. Um, yeah. yeah, like if you dig through my pictures on Facebook, you <laughs> won't find pictures from that period of my life when I was that skinny. Um, but, you know, you put a port in, and even if it's like the pediatric tiny little port, yeah. it's going to pop out on uh-huh. a skinny but, little yeah, skinny skinny, You know what thing. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so... That's when they were talking out different options of where they could put it. And, you know, I woke up and it was kind of surprised, like, oh, hey, that's where it is. Um, But I wasn't expecting how weird it would feel being in being like inside of you. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember running felt weird. I could feel it moving around and jumping felt weird. And 
it was a lot of just random things felt weird because I could feel it. And I think a lot of it has to do with where I have it placed. Mm. Yeah, I think so, because I I don't have that at all. Right. Like today at PT, I can't run when it's accessed because it'll move around too much. Uh, Right. Um, But (laughs) if I had it in a different place, (laughs) it would not be like that, you know? So that did take me a little while to get over that I did have something surgically implanted inside of me like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, because I... Mine, when I got mine, I was at my highest weight, so I wasn't very skinny. You didn't even see it, and mm. it, I don't feel it, so, like you do. I don't, it doesn't move, so right. I don't think it's really different. Weird. I also don't have yeah. one that's, like, super anchored down. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, a yeah, lot mine's of not very, very anchored. anchored. If I don't hold mine down when I access it, it exactly. will shoot. You know what I mean? Mine like, does that. Yeah. I think we have the same port. Where the hell is it, like, at the same time. Is it, like, in, like, between your muscles and your skin, or, like, It's where, just like, underneath, like, a few layers, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a couple layers. It's not, like, in the muscle or anything. Mm-mm. I think it's, they just stitch it into the muscle, but... Yeah. I don't really know. I probably <laughs> know, but I don't. <laughs> in nursing school, I did watch them place one in someone, and I almost passed oh. out. Ugh. And I solely oh. think it's because I have one, and it probably. was <laughs> relevant to my life. Yeah, Ugh. most likely. Uh, Same yeah. with how I am with removing picks. I can't do it. I think it's disgusting. Uh, I know how yeah. yeah, see, I don't mind. You know, I love it. That's, I think it's pretty cool. I love I think it. Those are great. It's very satisfying. <laughs> it's very satisfying. Yeah. I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Ilya, you brought up the weight thing earlier. You know, that's for me. That's yeah, definitely that's been like the big place where I've been self conscious. And I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you look at like I, I guess I've always considered myself an athlete in one way or another, and. You know, the athletic body type is someone that's always had, like, big muscles and sort of, like, looks like an athlete. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, by the time I got to high school, when, you know, kids really start to hit puberty, I obviously, as a CF patient, hit puberty late. Um, and, you know, my, my friends were, you know, seeing muscle build and, and go to the gym and stuff like that, and I wasn't. Like, that was a weird thing for me to come to grips with, especially as I've gotten older. You know, people with CF are a lot of times at least characterized by, you know, very thin limbs. You know, you can see it on our wrists. Yes. Our, our wrists are very skinny. Um, yes. and then obviously the distended stomach. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really, I don't really have the distended stomach. I mean, I do sort of I deal don't with, really I deal with like I some do. bloating. Um, yeah. but I, for, I do too, but it goes away. Yeah. It goes away for me no. as well. But for, for the most part I have like, I actually have like, I do have like washboard abs, but I think it's just from coughing. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I, I do coughing have, will do that. I had the it's very, true. I had the very thin limbs. You know, my legs are very okay. thin. My, my calf muscle is tiny and my uh-huh. arms are small. That's always been like a weird I guess a weird point of emphasis for me when it comes to being self-conscious about my body image. Um, yeah. Especially like by being an athlete, being around hockey guys and football guys, you know, my yeah. friends, they were always putting muscle on and I, and I really wasn't, uh, you know, that, that was sort of like a weird thing for me. And, and when I got really one of the things that turned me on to getting the feeding tube was my doctor, uh, in, you know, in New York and my doctor at the time in Boston, you know, they recognized that I, was an athlete or considered myself to be an athlete. So they, you know, put the, the G tube in terms of, you know, if you, if you all of a sudden you put this way on, you know, you may actually be able to gain some muscle mass. And I've seen that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, you know, we good. do see some CF patients with like, you know, very toned or, you know, put a lot mm-hmm. of muscle on, but you know, those, mm-hmm. are, you know, there's, there's different cases of CF, obviously there uh, are, you know, yeah. and, I, and I think I'm sort of resigned to one of the kinds of cases of CF where I probably won't ever see like Arnold Schwarzenegger type muscles in my life. But, you know, I, I definitely have reconciled at least a little bit uh, the fact that, you know, I sort of have these 
these very thin limbs. And it's, it's definitely been a, mm-hmm. a more of a difficult thing for me to get to. You know, what I do try to spend as much time in the gym as I can, and I will see a little muscle growth, but I won't, yeah. you know, see significant gains like like the average, right. everyday healthy person will. Yeah, totally. Right. I also think, you know, being a guy that it's just a little different than being a girl with CF, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Especially with the weight issue, because I do think a lot of times girls aspire to be skinny and then like mm-hmm. we're already kind of skinny. Um, but then you kind of get to this new level of skinny and it's really hard to figure out, okay, what healthy do I need balance. to change to get to a healthy level of that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I know that I was very, very athletic when I was like in middle school and beginning of high school. And, you know, I was always playing sports. I was always running. And a lot of my issues then had to do with my weight. It didn't necessarily have to do with my lungs yet. So that's when I really struggled when I was a super low weight. They were talking about a feeding tube. We were trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to change in order to gain that weight? And I was self-conscious about how skinny I was, you know? Yeah. Um, so for me, one of the things was I kind of stopped playing as many sports and I stopped running as much because I was burning too many calories, you mm-hmm. know? And then that is good in one sense for, you know, the whole weight issue, but then in another sense, it's not really helping the whole lung yeah. situation you have going on. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just really hard to find that kind of balance and, um, you know... Yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I was in middle school, I was very tiny. I'm already tiny, I, but I was skinny tiny, and everybody else was growing and getting, you know, their <coughs> more, pu- you know, their puberty going, and I was stuck at, like, 60-something pounds. I was this tiny little, little twig, and... I needed to gain weight, so they gave me, like, an um, appetite stimulant, and mm. I started gaining a lot of weight. Like tw- I think I gained, like, 20 pounds when I get- got into um, high school, and I f- started feeling better about myself because I was had this weight on, and it mm. made me feel like I was starting to um, be like them. I was starting to fit in, you know, because I was gaining weight and I was growing a little bit slowly but surely you know mm-hmm. so that yeah and then I do have the CF belly mm-hmm. and um you know those it's like uncomfortable because you know you eat and then you get like this big belly and you look like you're six months pregnant or something and I've actually had like a, a kid that was eight years old I think and he came up to me asking me if, if I was pregnant and I was like really <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think I was like 20 or something, 21, and I told him, I sat him down, I said, okay, first of all, you don't ask someone if they're pregnant, if you do not know, that's one, and then I told him, like, I explained to him that I do have cystic fibrosis, and this is one of the, the symptoms, and I just was like, you just need to watch what you say, <laughs> and 
thankfully I'm very, <laughs> you know, I understand. So I just told him, so I don't That's think awesome. he'll ever ask a girl if they're pregnant ever again. <laughs> but it was, you know, I was older, so I under, I was more understanding in that sense. If I was younger, I think it would be a whole different story. I would have uh-huh. been very offended and really you know, probably really upset you know yeah very upset yeah totally oh, so wild. i think the cf belly is a big deal with girls mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. that sense well yeah because i mean just from what i've seen with a lot of cfers it really looks like a lot of the people that do have the cf stomach mm-hmm. they also tend to have the really really you know kind of lanky legs and like lanky mm-hmm. arms and they don't really oh. hold the weight there at all um, so I can imagine that being hard, especially because you're so skinny, you know what I mean? But then it's like, okay, your belly is a little Then different. you get this little pot belly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, the, the descended stomach is definitely, it's, and that's also an outward indication of CF. I mean, if you know, if you yeah. know, if you know what to look for on a person, then you mm-hmm. can, it's very easy to identify CF based on some of the things, you know, the, 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 the thin limbs and... The lanky, the lanky limbs, uh, and then obviously the distant snug. But then, you know, there are some other things that, you know, I think people deal with. Um, for me, another thing that I, especially when it comes to medications, you sometimes see the side effects from medications and like we talked about prednisone a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been on, you know, you know, for me, prednisone has done a, a number of things. You know, if I'm on high dose prednisone, if I'm on like a prednisone taper or prednisone burst, you know, my beard like explodes, like the hair oh. on my face explodes. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and like usually like I just lose the battle of shaving. So I just let it go. Uh, yeah. And then once I come down off the pregnancy, then I'll, you know, then I'll shape it up. Uh, but then the other thing that happens is like, you know, I was on medication for a number of years, really the past couple of years that I, I just actually recently stopped it. Um, but I know that as soon as I started taking it, basically coincided with when I was taking it, that my hair started thinning out in weird places. Yeah, that, yeah. That's definitely that's one of these things that you know we don't really ever talk about is mm-hmm. you know what the that's... medications are also doing to other parts of our body and that you know for me you know I would I looked in the mirror one day and I was like oh my what what the hell is happening to my hair like I was like concerned I was going to go bald or mm-hmm. something like overnight. Yeah. Well, I lost all my hair from the Good. one of the anti-rejection medicines. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just came out. I have really really thick hair and like rope and it all fell out and. It was, I think that was one of the things that I was very upset about um, because we had to cut my hair off and I'm used to this long, luscious hair and it was just all coming out. So I got extensions now, but um, I think that's something that I had to deal with after transplant is the hair thinning and then um, to fix that I got extensions. Which made me feel a lot better. But, but you yeah, also had to wait a little bit until you could get I, them. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Yeah, so there was but, like a waiting process involved yeah. with that. Because it had to so be it wasn't long a enough. quick fix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay on the prednisone. It'll make your hair grow faster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. I, but I had a similar experience with my hair. Um, when I was probably in middle school, I got an infection. And it was new for me. I had never had it before. And they were like, you know, the only medication that's really going to work is one that's going to make you lose a good amount of your hair. So they had prepared me for that. They said sometimes it happens for people, other people it doesn't. So we were hoping that I wouldn't be one of those people. I was definitely one of those people that lost their hair from it. My hair went from being super thick to really, really, really thin. 
Um, I was really self-conscious about it because at the time, you know, I'm in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. a middle schooler <laughs> is worried about their hair falling out. Yeah. You know? So I remember like my mom, you know, took me to the person that had done my hair forever, does her mm-hmm. hair. And she's like, okay, we got to figure out how to at least make her feel normal until this resolves because they were like you know when you come off the medication it will grow back but it's going to take time and it honestly took probably a good five or six years before my hair came back enough that it looks normal now it's never going to be as thick as it used to be um but that was definitely something that I was not expecting to have to go through having CF you know thankfully the medication worked and it was worth it but it was just you know, one of the last things you would think of, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's hard. It's hard to lose something that you, makes you feel good about yourself. Like something, you know, we have CF and then we have our nice hair and (laughs) then you have to go on a medication to help the CF, Mm -hmm. but you lose the thing that, you know, the good things sometimes. It's like that with every medication in CF, right? Every single medication in CF has a good side to it and a bad side. I mean, I was in a, I guess in a lesser way, you know, I have always been very attached to my hair as well. You know, I always had like long flowing hair. I had like the lacrosse player hair for years. And, uh, yeah, I know. And uh, it, it's just like, that's just the kind of way I grew up. And, yeah. you know, like to the point where like, whenever I go get my haircut, I still go to a salon. I don't go to a barber because I like, I, I only trust the, you know, you know, the person, the, salon, yeah, the hairstylist to do my hair, not yeah, a barber. Right. So, you know, I, <clears throat> you know, that's like, it was a really weird thing for me to see because, you know, I like I noticed that I was, you know, losing little pieces of hair here and there. It was also thinning because I also I had thick hair for a guy, mm-hmm. um, and it was like it's a weird thing. I mean, I guess it's, you know, for guys they you know we eventually do have male part of male you know male pattern baldness or whatever that I have to look forward yeah. to in thirty years, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was definitely a very accelerated thing for me. And I've actually yeah. noticed that since I've stopped the medication, uh, you know, my hair is sort of evened out a little bit. Uh, which is which okay. has kind of been a weird thing, um, but it's it, it is a you're right, Tiffany. It's one of those things where you're like, you you do one thing to treat your CF, but you also lose something else that you you know you kind of like, um, and it's like you know I mean the perfect example is you get a new lungs and then yeah. take those medications that gave you like a you know a ton of side effects. Yeah, but it's worth the breathing. So like in the end, it's it's worth it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that's... you can't help you can't help but be self conscious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. natural. And that's what I do to reconcile. Like I'm like this thing is like my my feeding tube. This feeding tube is helping me. The medication is mm-hmm. working. I, you know, if you're dealing with side effects, you know it's obviously doing something to you, right? You know, it's obviously yeah. creating some you know reaction inside your body to to fix whatever it's trying to fix, but it's also creating another set of issues. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's, you know, that's kind of, you have to come to terms with that, uh, you know, in your own way. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it definitely takes time, you know, it's not going to just be one day you're just going to wake up and you're going to be like, oh, hey, you know, I need <laughs> to be okay with this. Like, it's okay to not be okay with it. It's okay yeah. to uh-huh. be definitely. upset that your body looks a little different or mm-hmm. you're reacting a certain way to a medication like that is normal. It's okay to feel that way. But it's also yeah. good you to know? remember like, there's other people out there that look like you as well, have these same issues exactly. as well. Like there's other people exactly. with CF that have these same exact, mm-hmm. it, you know, quote unquote, you know, body, you know, uh, looks to them. You know, we, we all yeah. sort of have similar <laughs> things. We all have a bunch of scars. You know, my, arms are, my arms are all scarred up from, 
for a mine or two. I, you know, mm-hmm. my stomach is it's got a tube in it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, you're not going to run away <laughs> from things. Yeah, and I got a lot more scars now, so I embrace those because why not? I, they're my battle scars. They tell a story. And I, actually, I actually have a scar on my hand that Sydney scratched me once. <laughs> I was like eight years old. That, well, that must have been a really violent scratch. Oh yeah. my god! It actually happened. In, I remember the day. It happened in an airport. We were uh-huh. like, I we were. I had to have been seven or eight. We were in an airport, and like Sydney scratched me, and there's blood uh-huh. everywhere. And they like this. They took me onto an airplane, like a random airplane. Like they like rushed me into an airplane because they had like a, they had med kits on, on airplanes. And this yeah. is back in the days, like when airports were kind of just like a free for all, you know? Yeah. And, and they like rushed me onto like some random airplane that was parked at a gate, and they like like had me like a flight attendant like fixed me up with uh, a med kit, and then I walked off the airplane. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's funny. so weird. And I still I still have the scar. It's good. Still have the scar. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah. And here we scars. Are. So see, you get yeah. scars just from normal everyday life too. Normal like everyday life. Got you. From little sisters. Little yeah. sisters. <laughs> little sisters in CF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, I think this was a good episode. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I think the 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 closing message, and you guys can obviously add to this, is that you know there's a lot of us dealing with these body image issues as well. Uh, but it ultimately comes down to us to reconcile them individually. And, you know, hopefully we've shown that, you know, it it is possible to do that. Yeah. And you're not alone. And if you need uh, some support, you can always reach out and we're always here, you know, body issues are a big deal in a person's life. So I totally understand. And if you want to learn to contour, go check out my feed. (laughs) Yeah. Expand Drops a link to our YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, for real, the body image issues are going to come and go as you age with CF. They're going to change over time. You know, the issues that you have when you're little are not going to be the same as the issues you have when you're in your 20s or your 30s or so on. So those are going to change, and you just have to learn to accept them and kind of adapt to them with time you know and it takes time to be okay with that kind of stuff it's not going to happen overnight so exactly it's okay to feel upset about it Mm -hmm. very cool Mm -hmm. all right well you remember you can always hit us up in the dms Uh, the dms are open at breathe underscore in underscore pod on instagram uh, you can also hit us up on our emails. They're saltysisters at gmail.com on gunners blog at asias.org remember to like share like like, share, and review. No, like, share, and like, share, subscribe. and comment. Yes, like, share, and comment, comment on social media, yeah. and then subscribe, rate, and review. There you go on iTunes. Um, yes, so subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and then you can also hit us up on SoundCloud. That's another place where you can listen to the podcast. And then we will be coming to Google Play very soon for our Droid listeners. We haven't forgotten about you. It's just a matter of me figuring out how to do that. Uh, so, so we will. I promise. Gunner you, is tech support. So I promise you, we will be coming to Google Play sooner rather than later. Do we have anything else? Oh, Leah's wearing a breathe-in shirt today. I am. Yes, she is. Well, I wore it this weekend. Yes. Expand the brand. Yes. Expand the brand. Yes. There it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Expand the brand. Go get them. They're only fifteen dollars. Yeah. Etsy. In our Etsy store. <laughs> Salty, Salty sisters. Etsy. <laughs> 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 all right no, well on that note i think we're gonna close up the podcast uh have a great okay. weekend guys we will see you next week okay bye bye <laughs>